In this presentation, we will take a look at IRS tax news dated August 8, 2019. Individuals with significant tax debt should act promptly to avoid revocation of passports. Going down to the detail of the news, Washington, the Internal Revenue Service today urged taxpayers to resolve their significant debts to avoid putting their passports in jeopardy. So they're going to be putting the passports in jeopardy for debt-related items related to the IRS. They should contact the IRS now to avoid delays in their travel plans later. Under the Fixing America's uh, Surface Transportation FAST Act, the IRS notifies the State Department state of taxpayers uh, certified as showing a seriously delinquent tax debt, which currently, uh, which is currently 52000 or more. So that's going to be the threshold. As of now, we have the 52000 or more. The law then requires states to deny their passport application or renewal. If a taxpayer currently has a valid passport, the state may revoke the passport or limit a taxpayer's ability to travel outside the United States. When the IRS certifies a taxpayer to, state, uh, to states as owing a seriously delinquent tax debt, the taxpayer receives this notice from the IRS. The notice explains that the steps the taxpayer needs to take to resolve the debt, IRS telephone uh, assistors can help taxpayer resolve the debt. For example, they can help taxpayers set up a payment plan or make them aware of other payment options. Taxpayers should not delay because some resolutions take longer than others. Then it says, don't delay. It's especially important for taxpayers with imminent travel plans who have their passport applications denied by the state to call the IRS promptly. The IRS can help taxpayers resolve their tax issue and expedite reversal of their certification to state. When expedited, the IRS can generally shorten the 30-day processing time by 14 to 21 days. For expedited uh, reversal of their certification, taxpayers will need to inform the IRS that they have travel scheduled within 45 days or that they live abroad. So if it's an emergency type of situation, you may get some type of expediation if uh, you inform the IRS of that issue. For expedited, expedited treatment, taxpayers must provide the following documentation to the IRS. Proof of travel. This can be flight, uh, itinerary, hotel reservations, cruise tickets, international car insurance, or other document showing location and approximate date of travel or time-sensitive need for a passport. Copy of letter from the state denying their passport application or revoking their passport. State has sole authority to issue, limit, deny, or revoke a passport. The IRS may ask, so just note that there's obviously you can see a relationship here between the IRS and the state. So the IRS is working with the state, informing in some way the state that uh, you want to uh, restrict the passport in these situations with a significant debt. And of course, the state, however, is the one that's generally going to be uh, the, involved in issuing the passport. So we have this communication. That communication, I, anytime you have that, you would think two government agencies might be an easy kind of communication process. Not always the case when you're talking about the federal government and uh, the state government, the IRS and the state. They think of themselves as basically different you know, entities from a processing standpoint many times, unless they've set up that process quite well. So you want to make sure that given that situation that uh, you understand there's a difference between the two and you're going to have to basically uh, work between the two. The state, of course, involved with the issuing of the, cert of the uh, passports, the federal government 
than working with the state in order to help to put a restriction on it due to past uh, due debts. The IRS may ask state to exercise its authority to revoke a taxpayer's passport. For example, the IRS may recommend revocation if the IRS has reversed a taxpayer's cert certification because of their promise to pay and they fail to pay. So if there's a promise to pay and then they fail to pay, they might take further action. The IRS may also ask state to revoke passport if the taxpayer could use offshore activities or interest to resolve their debt but chooses not to. Before, co before contacting state about revoking a taxpayer's passport, the IRS will send letter 6152, notice of intent to request U.S. Department of State revoke your passport, to the taxpayer to let them know that the IRS intends to, uh, what they intend to do and give them another opportunity to resolve their debts. Taxpayer must call the IRS within 30 days from the date of the letter. Generally, the IRS will not recommend revoking a taxpayer's passport if the taxpayer is making good faith attempt to resolve their tax debts. In other words, if there was that 50-some thousand that was actually due, it doesn't mean you actually have to pay necessarily that, that amount. It means you have to basically set up some process, possibly that would be a payment plan or some other process to give the IRS good faith uh, agreement that uh, payment is planning to be made in some format going forward. So there's got to be at least some communication and then you could, you know, take it from there. Uh, usually the IRS is quite good about, you know, sending the letters and the correspondence with relation uh, to that and then having resources to call them up or, um, or correspond with them with regards to the options. To ways to resolve tax issues, there are several ways taxpayers can avoid having the IRS notify state of their seriously delinquent tax debt. Uh, they include the following. Paying the tax debt. Well, obviously, <laughs> that's one way to resolve the issue. Paying the tax debt timely under an approved installment agreement. This is probably the most likely type of scenario if, if it's available. So if it's, you just haven't contacted the IRS and a lot of money is owed then uh, and, and just worried about calling them or something like that, the most likely scenario if you say, hey, I can't pay is for, for an installment agreement type process typically uh, to be set up in some format. And then uh, paying the tax debt timely under an accepted offer and compromise. Offer and compromise is going to be another kind of option you could look into. May be applicable in certain type of situations. Most people probably will default to a payment plan. But you could look into an offer uh, and compromise which may actually lower the debt in some cases if applicable. Paying the tax debt timely under the terms of a settlement agreement with the Department of Justice uh, it's less less uh, common having a pending collection due process appeal with a levy or having collection suspended because a taxpayer has made an innocent spouse election or request innocent spouse relief. So if it, it was a situation where it was a spouse situation and, you know, possibly it wasn't the other spouse's fault and, and maybe there could be some other kind of situation with a divorce, then you might have a innocent spouse relief type of situation which would be worth looking into as well. Relief programs for unpaid taxes. Frequently, taxpayers qualify for one or several relief programs, including the following. Payment agreement. Taxpayer can ask for a payment plan with the IRS by filing form 9465. And you can also basically, anytime you get a letter from the IRS saying you owe them money, you can, probably, you can call the IRS and they'll probably work, walk you through. You could walk through basically a payment plan type setup, usually, generally, oftentimes, over the phone or you could check out this form 9465 here possibly start to fill it out or, or get a feel for it and then 
contact this, the IRS this is probably the most common type of format that uh, a debt settlement would be made. Can't pay the debt, have a debt, can't pay it, set up a payment plan, form 9465. Taxpayer can download this form from irs.gov and mail it along with the tax return, bill, or notice. Taxpayers who are eligible can use an online payment agreement. So you can go here and actually do this process in an online payment agreement system if you're eligible. To set up a monthly payment agreement, using the online payment agreement system is cheaper and can save time. Then you have the offer and compromise. Again, offer and compromise probably not as applicable for most cases, but when applicable, when when it were when it's good, you may actually be able to lower the taxes, the tax debt. So that's kind of the first option you want to look at. Can I qualify for an offer and compromise? Try for it or whatnot, get the process going. If not, then you're gonna set up the payment plan and do what you can to to uh, keep the IRS happy and make them feel that uh, you're committed to. Uh, obligations in some format through a good faith type of agreement of some kind. Some taxpayers may qualify for an offer and compromise, an agreement between a taxpayer and the IRS that settles the tax liability for less than the full amount owed, which is nice. The IRS looks at the taxpayer's income and assets to determine the taxpayer's ability to pay. Taxpayers can use the offer and compromise pre-qualifier, so you can go through it right here. It gives out Basically, all the information on how how it's put together is is online, so you can uh, think that through and think if you want to go through that process. It does typically costs uh, some money in many situ situations to ask for the consideration of the offer and compromise, but there's sometimes there's discounts depending on uh, your situation. So, in any case, tool will help them determine whether they're eligible for an offer and compromise. Subject to change, the IRS also will not. Uh, certi certify a taxpayer as owing a seriously delinquent tax, uh, tax debt or will reverse the certification for a taxpayer who is in bankruptcy. So if you're going through a bankruptcy process, then uh, you want to be aware of that. Who's identified by the IRS as a victim of tax-related identity theft. So if it's, a, if it's a cause of identity theft, whose uh, account the IRS has determined uh, currently has collectible due to hardship, whose location within the federally declared disaster area, who has a request pending with the IRS for an installment agreement, who has a pending offer and compromise premise with the IRS. And just keep that in mind that if you're corresponding with the IRS and if you have something going through, if you've requested, say, uh, a payment plan or you've requested the offer and compromise and the document has been received by the IRS and it's pending in some format, then typically, uh, you know, you'll have some kind of time period without the IRS, you know, taking taking action, and then you'll be able to to keep the correspondence going. So you just want to make sure that you're pursuing something. If you pursue the offer and compromise, that could take some time. As you go through the offer and compromise, uh, then further, hopefully, you know, the IRS typically is pretty good about keeping in correspondence and not taking basically further collection action as they're processing through that information, general, general rule here. Uh, who has an IRS accepted adjustment that will satisfy the debt in full? For taxpayers serving in uh, the combat zone who owe a seriously delinquent tax debt, the IRS postpones notifying the State Department of the delinquency and the taxpayer's passport is not subject to denial during the time of service in a combat zone.